Welcome to the worst nightmare of all. Reality. Explore the lesser-known stories of our unknown world. Join the pursuit of the paranormal with Ash and Greg. Hello, Ash. How are you? Very well, very well. Um, recovering from a night on the town, shall we say. <laughs> it was, yeah, Chester town. Chester. Is it a town or is it Chester? City. Is it? Yeah. Night. yeah. A beautiful place it was. Yes, yeah, a, a very nice architecturally very, very nice. Yeah. Mm, very old school. So, yeah, we were in Chester, um, <clears throat> and we hit Chester about half seven, mm. roughly, till about half two, three o'clock yeah. this morning, <laughs> hence why we are um, both very tired. And a bit late getting this episode out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's worthwhile, especially yeah. with the other bits we got planned as well. Yeah, so. for good reason, for good reason. So what were we doing in Chester, Greg? Well, if anybody guessed from the teaser that I put up on social media today, apart from the fake photoshopping, which was a genuine picture of us, we were at my haunted hotel in Chester. Yeah. Uh, making good um, conversations that we've had with Danny before where we said we'd get up and record an episode. And we kind of did. So... This is sort of almost an episode of two parts. We, we've we got this one that you're listening to right now that we're going to talk about all the things that happened, intersplice it with some of the evidence that we captured. Kind of like a highlights of yeah. the, the best moments from the night. Yeah, yeah. And then what we're going to be doing for our Patreon subscribers, big shout mm-hmm. out, that we have... We all we effectively recorded an episode live whilst we were there last night. Yeah. As we are making our way through the evening and into the morning, um, with a roundup and also a lot of the evidence that you're hearing now, the whole section of of how it came about and the conversations around it, and mm-hmm. you even get to hear Danny talking to us on the on the um the walkie talkies telling us to move rooms and mm. so that that is going to be available probably tomorrow now for the patreon guys so that's wednesday uh, I don't, wednesday tomorrow um i don't even know what day it is and that will be only available on patreon till the end of the month exclusive yeah. so anybody who wants to listen to it sooner get over to patreon um, and then at some point in the future, it'll be it'll be released uh, for free. So, yeah. and as you'll hear as we go on, um, to be able to listen to the raw footage that we captured on audio with all the things that we're going to talk about that happened to us, um, yeah, it, it's. It'll bring back a lot of memories for us, for definite. Mm. Um, and we tried to record a lot of stuff as and little roundups and and whatnot for you and describing it all at the start and everything. So 
it's it's an interesting piece of audio it will be um it's the first time we've kind of done anything like this um, yeah both yeah. this episode kind of recapping and the sort of release you know the raw um yeah. audio footage we have, we have like the video footage obviously this is audio so it'd be your footage. We could put some up on social media once it's been yeah. out. Yeah, we got some good video, but we'll come on to that as well um, to accompany the audio. So, yeah. So, sh- should we crack on? So, we we hit up uh, Chester. We we were lucky enough to get a parking space right outside the hotel after having a lovely little pre-haunted paranormal investigation meal. <laughs> um, because it's a little little trek for Ash, quite a giant trek for me. Um, so much so that I got in at six o'clock this morning. <laughs> That's brutal. I guess if we talk about the hotel itself, yes. First, yeah. I mean the, I mean it's known as my haunted hotel, but the actual yeah. pub hotel is the Old King's Head Hotel. Yes, and just going off what Wikipedia says about it, uh, the. the Kind of the the foundations of it were built in twelve oh eight. Wow! So getting on for towards a thousand, so over eight hundred yeah. years old. These foundations. Wow! Yeah, but kind of the building that's there now was built in the seventeenth century, sixteen twenty two, I believe it is. Um, and kind of how it is now, it's that old. It looks yeah, with the white and black beam style. Yeah, I don't know what 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 kind of style that is, but yeah, it's, it's uh, Tudor. Tudor, yeah, because all the footballers have mock Tudor houses and that, don't they? Exposed beams and that kind of stuff. You you know exactly what what we're talking about. Uh, There's a lot of builders like that in Chester. As we yeah. walk around, there's lots of this old architecture that's been kept. Yeah, uh, beautiful place, and this it's. Almost unassuming at one point when you sort of walk up, uh, when you don't look up, when you're at street level, just sort of look talking and whatnot. The only thing that you'd know to suggest it is what it is, is this big blue poster saying, my haunted hotel above a door. Um, But apart from that, it's quite unassuming. Um, Just Mm. blends in with all the other buildings and yeah. As you go in, the the, the theme did really well. Mm Mm-hmm. And they themed it around the haunted pub hotel yeah. theme. There's dolls and different things downstairs in the pub area. Yes. Yeah. And sort of low, low ceilings as it always was back then. And it's quite dark. And, but it's yeah. really well. While they've done it, it's really, really just a good place to go for a drink as well. It's really. Yeah. And it was, it was nice bustling pub. when we were in there. There's a lot of people in there just having a, a drink and. Could get a seat. Some food. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, so that it was right from the start. It felt it felt a nice place. Yeah. So we we sat down for a little bit, just chewing the fat whilst we were were waiting for the the evening to start, and then in walks friend of the show, Danny Moss, and after some brief hellos and that, we all were we all made our way. Upstairs, upstairs, to like um, a reception room. I don't. Brief, yeah, briefing room. But it's like a, a big open bar, big open bar sort of area with tables and whatnot. 
but it like had the the most uh the my haunted hotel uh, like t- big cinema screen with mm-hmm. it all flickering and and that um and everybody just sort of congregated in there uh and then we had our briefing from Danny which was cool just telling us sort of the do's and don'ts and on what to expect for the night yep and then we head up another flight of stairs so we're now on the second floor yep to our um, allocated room where the rooms are and yeah as you go up i mean it's very dimly lit yeah very um you need to have a torch really um, and it's purposely just to keep it dark to keep that ambiance to yeah keep keep with the with the theme which i think was great because it's yeah it really yeah. really did help sort of set set the scene for what yeah. was to come but the good thing was, and the strange thing was that, as you know, before I was super excited to be getting there, and I was I was really excited. Um, but there was no sort of like real dark vibe to the place. It all felt nice in there. Um, I didn't feel any oppression or anything nasty in there, which was which was nice. It was just a nice building, really nice building. Yeah. But like you say, very dark, and we were warned that as the lights went, like the outside light went down, um, it was going to get super dark in there, and it, and it did get super dark in there. Torches were needed everywhere, because that was one of the things, you couldn't put like main lights on in the room, hmm. purposely, except for like the bathroom areas. But So it kept that kind of dingy kind of, I say dingy, not in a bad way, but like a dark sort of yeah atmosphere so we were we we were assigned room two everybody gets assigned a room as part of your booking so we were in room two and walked in and that is a weird weirdly decorated room there's like i think you mentioned it it looked very much like the babadook yeah that's what what it reminded me of being in the um, room in the with the babadook in the like basement kind of yeah. Room in the Babadook. It looked like something out of a horror film, that room. It really did. It was like weird foreign writing on the wall. Each room's oh. themed and it was really, uh, it was really, it is really, really good how they've done it. Yeah. Um, each room has a different theme and each one's as creepy as the next one. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, it was super nice room. So we, we spent the sort of first half hour or so just sort of unpacking our stuff, just getting all of our bits together and... Yeah, getting set up ready. Getting set up ready and just sort of hearing the noises of the, the building and outside because obviously it's a main road in Chester on a busy night. Um so where people walking past, there's buses going past, there's cars. So you, you got a feeling of what noises to expect, just yeah, as standard, which was good. It's a good idea, um, especially as the floorboards are super squeaky. So if anybody was moving outside, you would be able to tell if something was outside, not necessarily a person, but something that was outside compared to being outside noise. Yeah, and to be fair, there wasn't that much. No, there wasn't. Wasn't that much? Like, no, there wasn't that many cars or anything going past. No, you get the odd bus go past. I think that was about the the main sort of thing, wasn't it? And a kicking out point at one 
point there's some some kids walk past but apart from that the outside noise is quite quite minimal isn't it yeah definitely so then we moved on to the first room for proper investigation and we moved on to one of my favorite rooms from watching the series from where quite a lot of stuff's happened mm-hmm. room five yes so the doll again room. The doll room. So yeah, it is a room that if you've watched the YouTube channel or any of the the um the VHX stuff, um it's one of the main rooms where there's a there seems to be a lot of activity and yeah. a lot of skeptics have gone into that room. Piggy Pop went in there and he him and his partner had some experiences in there. Friend of the show Michaela from Paranormal or What podcast, she's been in there and had experiences in that room. So we were quite excited to get in that room and we went in there quite early on as well. So what happened? <laughs> Where to start? Um, I mean, the room again, you're creepy dolls everywhere. It's the room where you watch the show, it's where the doll keep falling off the little shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the room where Brett caught that mist. Yeah, in the sort of bathroom. Which yeah. freaked him out enough to him just to leave the hotel without telling anybody. He just um, noped out of there, didn't he? He did. So we started just by, we set up, we, in fact, we didn't use our cameras at this point. No. We didn't have anything recording, just thought, let's just use ourselves. Yep. See what happens, it's the first kind of start of the night, let's just get settled in. And we asked for anything in the room to... Let, let us know it's there, they can make any noise. Yeah, the sort of normal stuff you would do on a paranormal investigation. Yep, and then we get a FUD coming from the bathroom door area mm-hmm. of, of the room. So we hear a FUD, and we ask again, was that you? Can you make that noise again? And there's another FUD. Okay, two FUDs, could be pipes. Let's just ask again. Just so we know this is you, can you knock twice so that we definitely know there's something there? A couple of seconds later, two knocks coming from the bathroom door area. Yeah. And, I mean, it was early in the night. It's kind of, we're only just getting started. And we seem to be getting intelligent responses pretty much from the off. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of... The theme for the night for us, just as a, a top level view, was we were getting intelligent responses. Yeah. And we've talked about on a podcast before about how many times is a coincidence a coincidence before it's not. And there's no way the stuff we were listening to in room five was anything coincidental, especially as it, it seemed to respond every time we asked it to. So much so that at one point we heard a double knock and we're like, what? Other side of the room to so, behind my left. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the, the the bit we haven't talked about was the fact that you get a walkie-talkie as part of your group. You're assigned a walkie-talkie and whenever you talk into it, they know who which group it is. Very organised, very They don't know much about the hotel. They have 26 cameras mm-hmm. covering every room in the hotel. 
Did um, um, I think Harry said it was something like was it four thousand two hundred hours of footage a week? Hours. Was it? Yeah, it's twenty six cameras times twenty four times. 7. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Um, yeah, forty five thousand hours of footage a week. They gather. Yeah. Um, and so now they're starting to control me while we're in the rooms, and then like you say, you've got walkie talkies, radio through to them, so we can get the something happens, you can get them to check it straight away. Rather than having yeah. to be the next day or reviewing it hours later, you're yeah. getting stuff reviewed in real time. Yeah, that's insane. And it's just, that's so cool. And we were super organised that as soon as it happened, we we tapped our phone, got the time. I mean, we either made a note of the time or just remembered the time. So then we could get on a walkie-talkie and we said, guys, we've just had like two big knocks. Um, and because they're watching us in real time... There, Danny said to us at this point, where was the sound coming from? And like I was able to point where it was coming from so Danny could see where where it was. We mm. could point directly. So when they're reviewing the footage, they could see if anything else was, was happening. So from that point of view, I, I found that probably one of the most amazing things I've seen on Definitely. investigation ever. The fact that they could, so we said to Danny, this has happened. He's like, give me a few minutes. <laughs> and then he comes back through on the on the walkie-talkie and say, Hi, which uh, after a few minutes of silence, that's quite a jolt <laughs> for your senses. <laughs> Somebody loud coming through a, a walkie-talkie um, to discuss what what had been heard, what, what they'd reviewed. So... Um, Danny backed up the fact that there was noises coming from the corner of the room where we'd heard the intelligent responses um, that they've not been able to explain where that sound is coming from. So that was something weird that was that was captured. And then we moved on to the two knocks behind Ash. It gets it gets even more weird after after this little incident. So two knocks before the, by the sort of by the door, the entrance door. Um, and again, Danny said that they'd got footage, because there's all these cameras, of the time from outside the door when there's the two knocks. So you, we could be uh, safe in our mind that nobody was knocking on the door Yeah, at the same time. And the room next to ours, that backed into that wall, mm-hmm. was empty. Yep. So there's nobody yep. in the room behind me there's mm. nobody in the corridor outside the door yeah there's these closed day loud knocks on yeah. the door almost like thuds rather yeah. than knocks yeah that, that was the thing these knocks some of them were clear as day they were clear as day knocks not kind of like you're listening and listening and listening going did, did somebody hear that yeah it, could it be was from far away this was yeah. in in the room you could tell it was in the room. Like, without a doubt. Yeah. Or on at least on the door. Um, yeah. In the case of the knocks on the door. So we come out. So just as a side note, we come out afterwards and Danny has got the the video clip already on his phone mm. of both you. camera yeah. shots to show us, which was mad. It's incredible. Mad. It really is. So from that point of view, that, that in itself is just a unique part of any paranormal experience I've been a paranormal investigation, sorry, 
that I've ever been on that I can get answers to stuff that's captured that because we didn't have a device running at that point no so had we had there not been all the cameras and Danny there and all this kind of stuff then people would have gone oh yeah okay yeah because it would have been anecdotal yeah it would have just been oh you went to his room and we heard his knocks and the knock on the door it's, it is anecdotal it's one <laughs> person to, oh two people's testimony so you yeah. have the video footage mm-hmm. where you can clearly hear the knocks you can clearly see there's nobody there there's nobody in the room next to us nobody in the corridor yet these loud as they knocks yep. on, on the door so the proof it, it's there like it really is that there's something whatever it is like whether it's what we don't know what it is making yep. making making that noise and we've not mentioned this yet but just before the knocks on the door so I was sat at your side of the room to Greg there was a clear sound of a baby wailing. It sounded like it's coming from like the other side of the wall to where we were. It was closed and I looked over thinking he must be able to hear the baby. I was like, baby, baby crying. Like, <laughs> no, no. they like, couldn't hear anything. No, then didn't we had Danny to check it. that and Danny couldn't hear that on the cameras. Um, so <laughs> totally, totally cut it about because it's, it's. Yeah, that would have been insane to hear that. Definitely. And, and just as a side note, when I was <laughs> yeah. this, a- this afternoon, when I was reviewing all the footage yeah. um, from that I recorded, I listened to the stuff that we were talking about in a bit. I started hearing the baby crying. So I had my headphones in. I started hearing the baby crying. I was like, is this on the headphones? Take the headphones off. It's in, but our building isn't allowed kids. It's like, I don't know. I'm like, no one has a baby in this building. But they were just outside, like, walking across <laughs> the front. was a baby crying. I was like, wow. Fuck, I was like, it's baby crying again. <laughs> it's, come, it's come home with me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but sadly, that wasn't captured. Absolutely got it, that. Yeah. That wasn't picked up in the audio. Because it was loud. I, I do not know how you didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. No, didn't hear it. And I, I was only sat, like, a metre away or so from you. It wasn't as if we were mm. other sides of the room. Um, Yeah, so that... And just another side note, because we didn't record in that in that particular session, which I'm going about really <laughs> looking I back. That, I might call that baby as well. If, if yeah, my, might my have camera done. On. Um, that when things happen, we didn't get freaked out by it. We weren't screaming. Nobody no. really screamed. Didn't hear any screaming. But you'll hear a lot of bad language from particularly me, where I just keep going, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> so just to be warned on any uh, footage that you might hear that there is a bit of a potty mouth coming from me. I was quite surprised as it is creepy. And to think, I mean, I, I fully believe there was something in that room with us. I, 100%. Like, I have no, no doubt, but I didn't feel like shit, like there's something there. Like, that's, no. It didn't feel bad. It didn't feel like no. a bad thing. It just, no, it didn't. Like, matter of fact, yeah, there's something with us that's responding to us. It is weird, and we're going, thank, thank you for making this weird noise whoever yeah. or whatever you are can you make it again for me so it's yeah. yeah didn't i didn't feel scared at all throughout the mm. whole night i was not scared at all which was great mm. yeah even definitely. when we get into room eight which we'll talk about which potent had the potential to be a horrible room but wasn't well next after mm-hmm. all this in room five we head to my favorite room yes this is room six and this, bear in mind, guys, that this is what this is about 
half past nine, like uh, ten, about ten o'clock maybe. Yeah, getting towards ten o'clock now. So it's it's his proper early days into the to the investigation. Um, and the great thing is that you just sort of go around with the people that you're with. So that's another highlight. You weren't mixed in with all these other people. It was, it was a sold out night last night. Mm-hmm. There's quite a lot of people were staying over. Every room was uh, fully booked up. Yeah. But the way they do it is they have obviously got the different floors. After rooms, which is sort of quite a long corridor. So they try to keep different groups away from each other, so to reduce yep. any noise contamination from. Because hmm. if other people in other groups are asking for knocks and yeah. knocking, then he might read their knocks we're hearing. Yeah. Uh, but with that one's in room five, Danny also said that like no one else was knocking in any other rooms or anything. And that's uh, the other good point is that Danny can see, or Harry, or or Brett. Brett wasn't there; it was just Harry and Danny last night. Um, the you, they can tell whether or not it was something normal based on what they know is happening in other rooms at exactly the same time. Mm. So that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. So we head to room six. Mm. And if you, we did a episode. In fact, there's a Facebook live episode. It was a Facebook stream, live. Yeah. Uh, of something that happened in this room a couple of months ago now. Yeah. Uh, with the white apparition outside the window. Um, yep. Really, really mad, mad bit of footage. I just love this room. You got like the pentagram on the floor, the rocking chair in the middle. Uh, there's been quite a few knocks on the window been heard, um, EVP responses, plus obviously the the apparition. And this is the room where Harry, in a lockdown episode, got quite emotional in the room. Is, guess, yeah, the kind of a weird freak out, wasn't it? But yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because in the room with us, um, the person that was with us also had a bit of a negative experience. Nothing bad, but just felt, and you'll, you'll hear her audio on the, the longer version, about the fact that she felt like her energy was being depleted, which was which was odd. As well, and you see, like something like a, something was pressing on her neck. Yeah, some, for sort of both like sides, sort of like not squeezing, but just like pushing on her neck. So mm. super weird. But again, you'll you can hear that in the audio. So at that point, we ask. Well, first, before we even get to that point, before we get to that point, we go over to the window because obviously yeah. this is a point of interest for us. And I cannot see how anything could be outside that window. No, not at all. Because very close to the edge of the window on the inside, on the outside bit of the inside bit, if that makes sense, it looked like it was like a, a bar, set of bars or a room or something. Mm. So the way this apparition went past the window, it would have gone through a solid yeah. wall and you still see it go up. There's no way that was, yeah. It does add it to the mystery of that footage. To... Yeah, I think we got the audio of us get when we first get into the room talking about that as well. So, yeah, mm. that's, but yeah, that was that was weird. So we set up all the 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 K two meters on the window sill, one down by the, or we put one on the rocking horse or the rocking chair. Sorry, not rocking horse. You had your camera set up facing the window. Um, to see what we could get, and we started 
talking. Um, and again, this neck compression thing took place. And um, she said that she was feeling depleted of energy and whatnot. So we ask out loud, are you the one that's affecting her? And plain as day, two knocks from on the glass of the window. Yeah, on the glass. They're definitely like... Yeah, like a glass sound. Like a glass. Knock. Yeah. So we've got the audio of that, which I'll play in a moment. If you're the one affecting can you just knock on a wall or tap somewhere and let us know? Thank you. Fuck off. Thank you. And then I, I'm, I come back and sort of not in a, a nasty way, but I say, "Was that you?" <laughs> that was affecting her. So, yeah, it was a strange room. And apart from that, nothing much happened. So we started to do an essence method. We did uh, with the spirit box. I went and sat in the middle of the room on the rocking chair. Mm-hmm. In the middle of a um, pentagram. In the middle of a pentagram. Um. <laughs> Everything that when you're a child, you would have nightmares about. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I, I become the vessel for the essence method. And it's a little bit weird. Um, felt, I mean, I don't think of the answers. Obviously, I, I, I've not heard the footage back. Yeah, the answers weren't really sort of in line of what we were hoping to hear. But the only thing that what felt weird was it felt like someone has stood next to me. Where you sort of feel like, because I couldn't hear anything apart from the spirit box. And you sort of felt like the floor dep- depressed to the right of me, like someone was stood. And you felt like someone was stood towering over me. And I kept thinking, to me, I want to look, I want to look, because I feel like there's someone stood I think I thought like, Greg wouldn't do that, wouldn't come no. stand dead close to me while I'm doing this. And I think it felt like someone was really stood, so kind of like so I ended up edging away to sort of the other side of the chair, trying. But I kept, because I didn't want to stop the experiment to see if anyone was there, I just kept at it. I didn't feel good. I felt really uncomfortable. But um... And you put, you put your arm out at one point and said, I think that it feels like someone's standing there. Mm. And like you say, because of how well we know each other, I would know that you wouldn't do that to me. And like you say, you knew that I wouldn't do that because that would be, that'd be a, bit, a bit weird. Mm. Yeah. I like to, when, when you're doing it to, like, so when I put my arm out, so on the camera, we know it's at that point when yep. I felt something, see if you then see anything lines up on the footage. But And that's the good thing with the Estes method is that although you're you're waiting to hear communication, you can also have the conversation. Although you can't hear people, you can you can relay some stuff that you're feeling to other people in the room. Especially if um if that will help with questioning later on potentially. So like where you said that you could feel there was somebody there. That's the kind of thing that you as a person asking the questions, then you could potentially go down that line or not, of questioning, to try and establish what was going on. But, yeah, like you say, it's a good indication for the cameras when you're sweeping through footage. In fact, one thing that did happen that I've only just remembered 
was I don't know if it was this bit that affected me the most was it went like silent at this like usually you hear the yeah as it's going through the channels it just went like there's no background noise because the man's voice just went thank you and then it started up again and so that was I was like wow like and it's funny because you did you did say that so we probably have got that on audio as well because I've got that cool. That was just weird how it just like it's like the spirit box stopped and then mm. it said thank you and then just sparted up again. It was weird. Clear. Like it just went silent background noise and then clear as day and then just carried on. Carried on going. No, that's cool. So from there Then get a radio message from Danny. Yeah. Um ask us to go to the newly opened museum room. Yes, room seven. Seven. It's only opened last week in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, it's just got a couple of items from the hotel that I believe have attachments. And also people, fans of the show, have been sending in their objects that they think might be haunted to put in okay. this room just so they can have the cameras and they can monitor and see if anything happens. Uh, yeah. With that. So Danny Messis does on the radio to ask us to go into room seven. Who's going to meet us there and do an Estes method in the museum room? Yes. So that was super cool. It was. So I will change my Facebook cover <laughs> photo to to me being the vessel for the Estes method, while Danny is filming it and asking questions. I'm assuming. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if he was just standing there filming because I could see a light, but. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was asking questions, I was asking questions. Um, having been a fan of Danny's and his shows, like going back mm-hmm. quite a few years, to be doing like an experiment with him, there was, yeah, that, cool. that, that, that was that was really good. And the good thing was, and it was the Estes Method, because mm-hmm. we know that he loves doing the Estes Method. It's something that we've found to have good results Yeah, um, when we've been places, particularly Cannock Chase was a, a massive highlight for us for that. Um, so yeah, to do that in a room, in a haunted, known haunted location, with Danny, with his camera, yeah, it's pretty cool. To say the least. Yeah. So yeah, so we did the Estes method in there. Um, yeah, nothing really. Again, nothing really came out. There's a couple moments. Yeah. You um, possibly said the word May. And one of the dolls in the room is called May. Um, yeah. But nothing too no, groundbreaking. And, and I didn't feel like it. I mean, I, you can't hear the questions, but you can you can get a feel on what's coming through. Because there was times I was straining to hear, and I was, e- I was even saying to the spirits or whatever, I was saying unto the room, look, you need to be clearer when you speak to me because I can't quite make out what you're saying. And I think that's important, probably that some people, when they're doing paranormal investigations, they're a bit nervous, which I get, because it's a weird thing. Mm, But where we've done it a few times and whatnot, you can at least try and have a conversation yourself to say, make the answers clearer to me. I can't quite hear what you're saying. But I can feel my face sort of like, contorting quite a bit because I was trying to I was trying to figure out what these what was being said if anything at all there was a distinctive 
ha 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 laugh. Mm. Um, but apart from that, I, I didn't feel like I, I just felt like I was saying random shit, to be honest with and you. And then we swapped, so I was doing it again as the vessel, yep. and yeah, nothing. No. It's, it's one of those things that sometimes you get stuff on it, and sometimes, mm. sometimes you don't, or sometimes you get really amazing stuff, and sometimes you don't. So, what was weird about that room was it was really quite hot. In a lot oh, of it's rooms. very hot. Yeah. I think it's like 26 degrees at some point in some of the rooms, mm. but in that room, I kept going really hot and then really cold. Mm. Um, as you guys all seem to be staying warm, yeah. Um, I, had, I could, I was because I was hot and I took my hoodie off and I had to put my hoodie back on because it was now yeah. cold then he went hot again and then cold again I didn't know what was going on but it was particularly warm in those rooms upstairs I think the windows open I think they sealed the windows to try and minimise like, outside yeah um, radiators weren't on though so of course being so the top floor heat rises as well yeah yeah absolutely so yeah we, that was our brief sort of stay in uh, the museum room, room seven. And I think we went for a bit of a break after that, didn't we? Yeah, we had a bit of a break and then we went downstairs to the old brothel. And this is where things get really interesting. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So fans of the show or fans of the YouTube channel will have seen this particular area of the first floor um and it's got a massive table like a huge sort of dining room table in this brothel area which is part of a bar it looks side of the bar um with a big sort of like cart wheel as a chandelier type thing just above the table quite a, a quite a like a menacing kind of not menacing in a bad way but like an imposing kind of decoration and the table's massive and again it was dark and I was sat at the head of the table obviously <laughs> in a big throne I felt quite home there I'll be honest <laughs> <laughs> and and for this we had the power cast device running which is so fucking loud it's, and quite freaky at it's times weird noises it, it's, I'm not totally sure how it works it's similar to a spirit box but so it has the frequency. I don't know. That. Yeah. Um, so it has like similar to similar to a spirit box, but it seems to be a lot louder, a lot more. I don't say aggressive. It feels aggressive because it's <laughs> it did fucking loud. I shit myself at one point because come on to it. They just cause it was silent. And all of a sudden, it's just like a big burst of noise from the powercast device. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had that going, um, and we set up. I set up two of my cameras. Uh, plus the other like K two meters temperature gauges, we had a trifield meter running. Yep. Uh, voice recorders all sat out on the table. Um, so we sat down, ready to start doing some more calling outs in the brothel. Yes. And similar to room five, pretty much straight away. Yeah. Stuff started happening. Yeah, almost instantaneous. So we. In all the rooms we went to, one of the things that we did was we introduced ourselves by name. Mm. So in the brothel, I went first. I said, I put my hand on my chest. I said, I'm Greg. 
And what happened? <laughs> the Powercast says, hello, Greg. <laughs> and we, we've got that on video. So we'll play the audio. See what you think. It definitely was clearer in the room yeah. than it than it appears on the on the camera. But when you see the video footage, you'll see that we're quite shocked by the fact that it's it says what we thought it said. We need a clear sign from you that you're here with us. I'm Greg. So that was literally one of the first few things we'd said, elicit in a response. So, and it rapidly escalated from there, really, didn't it? Yeah. So we were sat, you were sat at the head of the table. I was sat at the side, and then opposite me was the person with us doing investigations. And we were all just sat there. And all of a sudden, it felt like the table moved, like the whole table shifted. So I was like, whoa, did, did you feel the table move? And the girl that was with us just says, oh, I thought that was Greg kick, knocking the chair, like the table leg. Mm-hmm. And you say. I was like, uh, I didn't even feel the table move. I didn't hear anything or anything. And I demonstrated, I put my arms underneath the table. It must have been three foot before it get to the table leg. And bear in mind, it's a big fuck-off size oval table. It's not, table. it's not a table that you could just sort of like move quite easily. It's a huge bastard of a table. And, and to demonstrate, I had to really put both arms on and really put pressure on to actually mm-hmm. kind of move the table a little bit. And incidentally, at one point, I think it's when the paracast goes loud that you sort of like jolt and you can see you move the table. And that's the same sort of effect that that actually happened. <laughs> um, how weird is that? What was that? A big blue what? thumbs up has just appeared over Greg's head. What was that? What? No, it wasn't touching anything. No, we don't. We don't. When it's only us two, we don't. You got a hands up sign. Let me do the hands up sign on. No, and it just says Greg has something to say. That's like a big. It was like a blue, big blue thumbs up just appeared. What the Facebook? That was at the moment we were just talking about the fact that you had to, you jolted, and that was when the table moved. It was that effect. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, we're not recording. Video no, we don't record video, and this is the oh. weird. This is a weird thing for people to not see, but to hear. <laughs> so we just weird. that came up at the same point that we were just discussing. I've got these problems. That's weird. The table moving. How odd. Okay, so. <laughs> oh no. Um, so we played the footage for the, the, the table, basically. Yep. Moving and what I didn't realize was when I reviewed the footage today, I, I messaged Greg like, Oh my god, because the camera <laughs> it wasn't quite like that, was it? <laughs> maybe a few more expl- ex- expletives uh, <laughs> than that, but you clear as day, the table fuds, yeah, and the camera, the camera's on the table, and the camera jumps as if something had hit the table from underneath. 
I was going to say, that's what it appeared. And we actually had a, a similar knocking sound from underneath as well a, a little bit later on. But yeah, it definitely, it was almost like a boof from underneath, not mm. just a, a lift or a knock. It was like a... You can hear it loud on the on the, the audio. Yeah, the and you bang. see the camera, but the camera, and we you can see it's all sat still, the three of us around the table, all sat still. So it's not like oh, well, somebody's you can see somebody moves at the same time. There's none of that, and I didn't even know that it happened, which is weird, because when I look back at the videos, like, how the fuck did I not yeah. see that? Or I, hear react, it? I react to it. The girl we're with doesn't, mm-hmm. and that's why I question it. She says, "Oh, I just thought Greg knocked the leg." Yeah, she felt it, but just thought you just knocked it with your leg or something, mm-hmm. and you like obviously had, and then the footage just shows. Yeah, it's, it's it's like something underneath whacked the table. It actually looks worse than it kind of appeared. That was the thing. Yeah, because when, when I first watched it, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I didn't, cause I didn't know what was going to come up on the footage or what, whether they even like, noticed the table moving on the footage. But yeah, it's proper. 12.13 that time was. Again, that was not long after we started. Yeah. In the brothel room. Yeah, we started just after well, twelve oh nine. It sounded like hi Greg. Then twelve thirteen table creaked and moved. And then that's when a little bit later on you said I think it's that's what it said hello Greg. Um, then about a minute later, what else happened? We had the uh, three taps. So this is a really, really compelling yes. bit of footage that we've got. Um, and the guys at the hotel have the footage yes. as well. Yeah. Um, so like I say, it's not just us, our audio, our sort of cameras, or us saying it, the, the, the hotel has this footage as yes. well. From their um, cameras, that's the thing. It's... From their cameras, so we've got multiple cameras and covering it. Yeah, and that's that yeah. is the cool thing. You can see the cameras. There's no hidden cameras. Um, so there's infrared um, bulbs in the cameras, so you can see them in the corner of the room. So there's nothing like hidden. They're not trying to catch you out, and they tell you that this is what the camera looks like. It's in the corners. And if you've watched the YouTube channel or any of the VHX stuff or seen it on Facebook, you will see the the camera angles that we're talking about. And you'll see the brothel and the table um, from a a different angle from above. You'll see how big the thing is. Mm. They've experienced chair moves there before. Things. Yeah, it's clear clear footage of a a chair just literally shifting in in place with no no one around it. I think that was the chair I was sat in. Yeah. Was that chair which, which moved? Um, so in this, yes, on this point, so on this footage we'll play now. Uh, in fact, just let's just play the footage. Yep. So, Claire was there. Yep. The girl we're with says, "Can you copy me?" And she makes three taps. Almost a sec- couple of seconds later, plays right back yep. at us. The exact. 
exact copy of of what was yeah. asked to copy instantaneously nearly so yeah we're we're obviously you on the video you can see that we're quite shocked by that <laughs> we, you can hear yeah. uh, greg's response particularly fuck off <laughs> it's just really the saying because like, sometimes we ask for a knock and nothing yeah. happens um I in remember in one of your rooms we were asking for stuff and nothing was happening. Um and then we asked for these three knocks. Because yeah. we, like, we hadn't we hadn't asked for a while. No. So we said, let's change tack, let's ask for knocks. And then literally, can you do this? And it repeats it right back to us. And the thing is, I, I'm not I'm not it's not a scared reaction. I'm like, I just can't believe this. Can you try and copy me with all our urge you can find if you can. No. Just can't believe it. It was surreal. It was really, really surreal. Like how, and it was, it came from, it appeared to come from the bar. Yep. Which was literally one to two meters away yep. from us. Yeah. So it was, again, it was something close. It wasn't like a distant knocking no. or like, it was literally two meters at most away from us where mm-hmm. this knocking's coming from. And there's nobody. We can, you have clear view. There's nobody there, but this knocking in the exact pattern and speed and exact replica of of what we asked for. And then you ask again. Uh, so this one's a little harder to hear, but you say, "Can you knock again?" That's us, and is a bit of a faster, yeah, type type, yeah, type of noise. It's just fainter. It's harder to hear that one, but it is. It is. Yeah. There. Um. Yeah. So that was weird. And then we said about um, asking if it was the same person. And then on the Paracast, it said, yes, tap. Yeah. And it's just like. <laughs> Nothing. Are you the same person that was with us in room five? Please tap one to yes. Fuck. That's good, yeah. Thank you. So, like we've said before in the podcast, if you can get one device capturing the evidence, that's cool. You get two devices capturing the same. Two different. <laughs> what? That form's back. That blue form disappeared next to your head again. Did you see it? How weird. Just wondered if it was. <laughs> How loud? What what is happening? No, I just put my thumb up to see if I can replicate, just in case. And so maybe recognises you doing the thumbs up, and then it puts the thumbs up. What was I just doing? I was. I couldn't have been. Don't know. It's like again when we were talking about the intelligent response. So if anybody uses Zencaster and has a similar experience, maybe you could explain it to us. Which is the device or the program that we use to uh, record the podcast on. I don't. I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm just putting my thumb up again, different angles, trying to, trying to replicate it. How weird! No, I can't seem to. Um. <laughs> 
what is happening. Um, so, yeah, so at this, this point here, we played the footage to this now. Uh, Greg, oh, there you go. Did you do it? Did it work? <laughs> there we go. Ah, if we figure that out. But, I don't really, maybe I have been putting my thumb up. Okay, mystery solved. Mystery solved, <laughs> but just it was a weird timing. Yeah. It was that, that was, it was mental. And like I was saying before, to capture it on one device is cool. Capture it on two different devices, even better. And we're capturing this stuff on our devices, capturing it on the hotel's cameras, and yeah. getting stuff reviewed there and then. So we're we're on the mic down the walkie talkies, and the actual um, the control room is is just behind us, in just through the door. So yeah, we're just, <laughs> it's it's insane. And all this happened. We probably had six or seven different things happening in the brothel yeah. room. And that that's sort of the main stuff. And we were only in there about forty forty five yeah. minutes. Yeah, and we had. Multiple um, things happening, seemingly intelligent responses yeah. in in the show, and again from straight away. Yeah, weird in in the short period of time. So why? Um, so we sort of get to a point, and it appears that nothing from then. It sort of, and I noticed that we we get like waves of activity, particularly, and then, and, it, and it, then nothing. it would be nothing. Um. And that weirdly, that kind of coincided with like towards the like the end of our sort of session time in that particular area. So I don't know if it if it senses from us that we know we've been in there a while and we're going to be moving on soon. I don't know, but so so Danny walks Danny walks past. Um, we're coming to the end of the session, and that's why I said, "Can we go into room eight at all, please, Danny?" It's like, yeah. So there's just a group of people in a minute, in there in a minute, just coming out. So we trundle off to room one for 10 minutes just to, uh, to kill some time, for want of a better phrase. But in the meantime, we take the Alice box with us as well. Yeah, I, I like the Alice box. I don't, again, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it throws out these words. Um. It comes up like when it's receiving a message, then it will say the word out loud or say a sentence out loud. But I don't know how yeah, I'm not, it works. I'm not entirely sure myself. But we were in room one for probably about 15 minutes um, and nothing. No. We're getting words through on the Alice box, but it's just single words and nothing sort of made sense to what we were asking or relating to each other or anything. And important to note that single words that meant nothing. Interestingly, in that room, if you open up the wardrobe, if you're ever lucky enough to go there, see what you find there. It's very weird. (laughs) Yeah. Won't give any spoilers to that, but yeah, very strange (laughs) place. (laughs) Yeah, so we now trundle off to the famous room eight and what do we have to do before we go into room eight what do we need to do there's a list of rules outside the room you have to read the rules and then stay out loud for the camera 
uh, your name and that you agree to follow these rules whilst inside and why do they have these rules so inside room 8 is one single object in a box on a podium and the podium is surrounded by salt and there's a salt circle in there you're not allowed to touch the box on the podium you're not allowed to cross the salt circle you're not allowed to antagonize unless instructed to do so by one of the team the object in the box um that they only let people in that have been on previous paranormal investigations or some essentially people that sort of know what to do not just going to give up after a couple of minutes and um and go well sod this um so yeah we so in the room a very weird door it's all like it's been sort of wooden bits that have been broken to they've got the door behind it so you open the door there's a newspaper clipping about the object in the box to say that um, there are reports that it tried to stab a previous owner um, I, I've got I read the newspaper headline out on the on the audio and in the room in the box is the grey style and for anybody that doesn't know what the grey style is <clears throat> this is a a doll that appears to have at least one attachment to it that Danny has had in his possession prior to my haunted hotel. And if you follow some of the most, um, the haunted hunt stuff that he's done in the past, he talks about it quite candidly on, on there, that this mm. object has, has been in his house. It's moved whilst in his house. Um, yeah, it's a quite a strange object. This it's the Grace doll. So it's this doll of a child. I don't know, like a small girl or something. Again, photo will go up on our on socials, and you can see it if you Google it. It's a very famous doll, very famous doll. So we're in this room with a mm-hmm. doll. Uh, we got the Alice box with us, so we 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 use that as the main kind of calling yeah. out tool. Yeah. Uh, trying to get any responses, also asking for knocks and stuff as well, which we didn't no, get. No, we didn't. Um, well, we've got some interesting responses, words. Yeah. yeah. So, to to before that, when we got the Alice box off Danny, Danny's like, "Well, I don't really. It's not my thing. I don't. I don't really put much into it. Um, but it's another. It's another tool or." whatever you want to call it and again like ash mentioned it was thrown out single random words in other rooms that we'd use in room one so we're in room eight and just calling out and what comes through i think poltergeist is one of the first yeah this is always interesting <laughs> where to get on a paranormal investigation poltergeist yeah yeah. And interestingly, the words that we'd had before were just random words like grow, southern, um, adjective, like <laughs> just weird nonsense. 
So to be in a room with a known haunted doll with a set of rules that we can't touch it or go over the salt circle in this very tiny room where Danny, during the lockdown episode, had a very bad experience with the doll, so much so that the doll called out his surname on camera and he instantly goes back and shouts at it. And So they've got a relationship between them that that night had quite a big a big impact on him so to get the word poltergeist in a room with a doll with a known attachment to it was weird (laughs) and then a little not too long later what comes through next (laughs) is bad feeling Mm-hmm. And this is the first time multiple words came through together. Yes. Yeah. Um, it usually just says one word. Sometimes two words come through because it shows you on the screen what words coming mm-hmm. through. If two words come through, it say one of them. And your one is just on the screen. Yep. This came through, the, the voice says it out loud. Bad feeling. <laughs> um, so again, there's a weird one to get through. Yep. Um, kind of negative... Um, he, all the words seem to be more negative words rather than just random, random words. So bad feeling. So I think oh, maybe getting a bad feeling about this, <laughs> this room. Yep. And then a little bit, a few more minutes later, another foot. Well, I guess a full sentence comes through, which was, "I was murdered." <laughs> I mean, that's, I was that is not something you'd expect. And it was that sentence. It wasn't just the words random. It was, I was murdered. And it said. Yeah, in one in one go. I was murdered. <laughs> and again, it previously hadn't said more than one word at once. I mean, it gave a poltergeist, bad feeling. I was murdered. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's just weird to. Within this room, I'm getting these multiple responses, negative responses. Yeah. Um, and kind of, so some of our notes say previous responses were not even relevant. Like we said, adjective, southern, grow, those kind of just weird, nonsensical words. But these were definitely negative words and have some kind of relevance i mean some you could argue that if it was a single word you could go oh it says bad and you go okay yeah it's it's quite quite negative in here so that's where the word bad comes from and like we've we discussed this in room one as we were doing it that some of the line of questioning that people would use with the alice boxes go they get a word and go oh southern okay who's southern and then you try and work your question in from word to word rather than just having your set process that you go through regardless of what word but then to get these relevant ones was and then a name came through jane but it was granny jane granny jane yes it was granny jane granny jane which a little bit of a link because the the attachment that the grey soul has is 
a, a person called Jeanette. Yeah. Uh, Jane could be short for Jeanette. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, Granny Jane. <laughs> and there was a very distinct smell of garlic when we walked in. Yeah, quite bad. And quite pungent. Wild garlic, I was told. Rather than shop bought garlic, whatever the difference in the smell is, a bit more of an earthy smell, I suppose. But there was a, a definite smell in there when you walked in. Um, yeah, for sure. But I didn't get any kind of myself. I didn't get any weird vibes off the doll. I was quite happy standing in there for that time. Mm. I was asking. Yeah. I was. I came down to eye level with the doll, and sort of said, "Can you move? Can you?" Give us a sign, all these kind of things. Again, you'll hear it on the audio. Um, but no, didn't get get anything. And then right at the start, going right back to the beginning of the evening, Danny and Harry were like, look, we can't guarantee anything will happen anyway in any room, which is standard on paranormal investigation for definite. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, and that's one good thing with the paranormal stuff is you go in there a lot of the time on the ones I've been on, been on and sometimes a little thing might happen that you, you're kind of grasping at and going, what's that? And then other times, nothing at all. Like literally, enough, I've been on investigation, I've left, especially the local ones. And you can feel yeah. it. You just feel just like... like just feels like there's nothing calm there. it just feels empty and... it's very it's it's when you're in that situation it's quite a you kind of understand what we're talking about there about it feels flat it doesn't feel like anything's happening which it... and saying that after room eight we headed back to room five we did where we initially had all the knocking and responses and that that was flat yep. that was empty yep nothing at all. No, I think we had a few flickers on the K two meter, but yeah. not. That was see, that was in response to being asked to go near it. Yeah, as well. but nothing yeah. like we'd experienced earlier. And we had the hours <clears throat> box still, <throat> and that went back to single words yeah. that just weren't related to each other. Yeah. Just just one. It's like it's just literally someone's gone through a dictionary, picked the words. Yeah. It. Flip to another random page, pick the random words, send yeah. it like no sort of correlation. Yeah, it did feel like the ice box was different. It did, <clears throat> definitely um, for me. Yeah, it definitely had more life. Yeah, <laughs> ironically, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it definitely felt like there was more control over it for, for whatever reason. And essentially, it's just a an on-off button on the side. There's, there's no more complex to use than that. You just put it on the, on the wall or put it on the side next to you. So, yeah, it and the, like it all just went quiet at that point, really, didn't it? Like it just yeah. felt like it'd gone calm. Yep, and that's where we ended the night in room five. Yeah. So I don't know where did we go after that. We just came back down to oh. the yeah. <clears throat> so we were very fortunate enough that before we left, we managed. So this is like half one, two o'clock this morning. We were fortunate enough. I say fortunate enough. We'd pre-agreed to do it. 
but still at that point we were fortunate enough to get Danny and Harry alone in the brothel after everybody had gone to bed or gone home um, for a bit of a chat and we had a, a good conversation with Harry because yeah it's cool to because yeah like I said we spoke to Danny a few times on the yep. show uh, but to speak to how he was and hear his history because that's what I wanted to yeah. find out was how we don't really hear um, much about no. his history so it's cool to speak to him and find out his whole sort of thoughts and sort of background in, into it. Yeah. And weirdly, as a link to all the other stuff we talk about, off off record, not even off record, it wasn't a secret, but not off of recording, he said that it had two UFO experiences as well. It's in, I think it's in two UFOs. So t- kind of ties in with everything we talk about. So that was that was cool. And then we had a bit of a chat about about the US congressional hearings very briefly, which was quite a, a random thing to talk about at half past two in a, a haunted hotel in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that's how yeah, that's how we ended the night. And and we'll at the end of that when we wrap up here we'll we'll play play that to finish the episode off. But that that was a good conversation, both Danny and, and Harry. So unfortunately Brett wasn't there. So it would have been good to speak we'll to, to Brett. Back. Yeah. We'll have to go back. So, yeah, one... So, okay. Would you go back? 100%. Yeah. Same. It's a matter of when can we go back, not if we can go back. Yeah. And that... that, that Hopefully so. And that's what somebody had said to us. Well, actually, we had a conversation with Mike, Para Mike, and he said, when or if you go back... I'll come and it's like well I'll, we'll have to all go type thing and it's like it's a when it's not an if yeah definitely and, that would... and I'd like to stay the whole night I like I would like to yeah. stay over yeah and just see what anything happens during the night and I'm like a camera on standby yeah so I'm ready to I got the imp- so this is the other weird bit that I didn't know that when the people who decided not to stay and they're going or whatever because you get the room till midday the next day, but you don't have to stay if you don't want to. You can go or or wherever. When you get to that point and everybody's done, decided what they're doing. Brett, Harry, um, Danny, or whoever's in that night, they go home. <laughs> so you're essentially locked in the hotel from the outside, or locked from the inside, so you can get out, <laughs> but. Nobody can get in, essentially. But you're in the haunted hotel on your own with the other people there. But if no one, if say all your other groups decide to go home, you could literally be the only people in the hotel. Yeah. That, even saying it, <laughs> me out. I would love to do it, but I don't think I could. Yeah. I would absolutely love to, but I just, I don't, I don't know. That'd know. be cool. Because you get the option to have the cameras keep rolling overnight. But obviously, if you don't and something happens, you won't have anything caught on camera. Mm. Which, like we said right at the start of the, the podcast, that it becomes a bit of an anecdotal type thing. Like he said, she said type thing. And there's no real proof. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is bullshit. But... 
I went in there with high expectations. Yeah. I've I've literally watched every single episode of the YouTube of the VXS channel. Just fell in love with the show. I mean, yeah. the guys are great and what they're doing is great. Like I say, going in with high expectations and it was exceeded. And just getting all the what happened happening yeah. was just like a bonus. Yeah. To it. I mean, if we were there one night and nothing happened, they probably would have enjoyed it just as yeah. much. Because we had all these things happening, it was just it was just the icing on the cake. Yeah, and it all just seemed to follow us. All the way. I don't know if it followed us or it was it was in these different places anyway. But to get similar like tapping responses, and it's very hard to describe that you go well. It's a tapping noise. These were random tapping noises. These were responses to what we were asking it to do it was doing it on our sort of command mm. when we asked for two it gave us two we asked for three it gave us three. yes once for yes yeah. two for no all that kind of stuff so yeah it was we were hoping for a doll to fall over or something but that didn't happen certainly not that we heard about that that night but yeah, I would go back in a heartbeat. Definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, if you've been thinking about it, go for it. Definitely. We, if, and if you have the night that we had, you won't be disappointed. We won't be. So, thank you for listening to our recap of our best case. Like I said, we'll have all the audio, the raw audio files. Yep. So, hearing our thoughts as the night goes yes. on, on our Patreon. Uh, that'll be out in the next couple of days. But for now, enjoy our interview with Danny Moss and Harry from My Haunted Hotel. Evening with Harry and Danny. So thank you guys for an entertaining evening. I know we've we've been to other places before, um, but we've definitely had some good sort of intelligent responses to a lot of stuff, and I think that's that's been really positive especially in room five that was our favorite wow and room six mm. um and it was great to see the gray stole after all this time speaking to you danny on previous podcasts about it yeah. um so one of the bits that we noticed was in room six where that footage went we we talked about on the podcast uh, outside the window that whatever it was, went sweeping past. So we, we checked out the outside of the window and I can't see how anything could have sort of gone past the window and up like it seemed to do. Have you had any sort of more um, instances where there's been like an apparition or something go past the window or anything major in that room? Nothing at all, really, is it? I mean, I was convinced at the time it was a owl or a seagull somehow but it's the way it disappears mm. um but since then nothing at all other than we're getting some responses on the window but no apparitions or nothing yeah um obviously this sunday coming up we are releasing our episode where we open the doors to the debunkers yeah. and in that episode uh, for those who, who aren't on the subscription you'll get to see a bit where we try to debunk it with guests um so we put a torchlight in the window um, mm-hmm. from across the, the courtyard 
Uh, Brett actually hung out with a plastic bin bag as well. Uh, the bin bag actually shows up still black in infrared though, which is which is weird. And we just couldn't replicate it at all. So mm -hmm. it, it yeah, it remains a mystery, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I was in room six earlier. Um, Kelly said she wasn't feeling. She was a bit feeling a bit negative, negative yeah. and wasn't calling out. And then Ash started to do the well before Ash started doing the Estes method, saying the rocking chair bit in the middle. We, I said, if you're affecting Kelly, can you knock on something, whatever? And it was clear as day for us that the window, somebody, something knocked on the window twice, clear as day. And then I went back and I was, I felt not angry, but I was quite upset and said, are you the one that's affecting Kelly? So it was, it was like we'd all had sort of a, a weird kind of hug. So I know you, you've been in there in one of the lockdowns and you, you went Well, I'm glad you said that because obviously from the outside, we don't, people who don't know us felt like we, some people said we were acting that night. I generally felt horrible and narky, and you've experienced it yourself. Yeah. Well, I, it's not normally like me, but it's the only room in the building that I always feel apprehensive in and um, quite vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, we went into the Grace Room, and we are because we've been using the Alice Box for a little bit, and we've only been getting sort of one word answers, nothing really correlating. And we went into the Grace Room with the Alice Box, and we got. We got poltergeist. We got I. I was murdered, and bad feeling. I've seen that all, all the responses like negative and also multiple words rather than just one word. Like bit, I was murdered to come up was just like yeah, it's crazy. It just seems to be really just negative once we were in there with the Alice box, and then when we went outwards and we went to a different room with the Alice box. We went back to just sort of random nothing words that don't really. Makes sense, but it seems to, in the, the grace room, it was like it just seems to be negative words coming through. And yeah, I think with the, the Alice box, it's a device that you know you use and try to get other things happening at the same time. I don't really put much validity into it at all. Um, I mean, I've had some very strange responses only in this building through that. Um, but I mean, from a skeptical point of view, you, you just cannot class it as evidence as such um there, there have been occasions where the alice box has, has brought through the word knock in room five and then it was actually followed by a knock immediately afterwards so that kind of you know it makes it more interesting but as a paranormal investigation tool it's just one to kind of experiment with it you can't really put any um anything substantial into it so what do you feel has been the best sort of experiment that you guys have done that seems to have reaped the, the best reward? Because I know you like you like the Estes method, I know, Danny, but I just wondered if there's anything else. For me, um, when we create low bass tones in here, it seems to vibrate the fabric of the building. Mm -hmm. And a lot more things tend to happen. Now, obviously... It'd be great to do that every day, but it is an ongoing experiment. We're in, in just over a year or 18 months now, isn't it, Dan? Um, so we're, we're trying other stuff all the time, but definitely the more noise and the more vibration you can cause in the building, for me, uh, and we hear stuff in real time, that's when it, it, I feel it gets really interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I think, you know, the, the, the brown noise, the hertz frequencies that, that really do vibrate everything here, uh, it definitely has some sort of effect. That's probably the one pattern that we are seeing. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's a lot of residual stuff that happens here on a, a weekly basis, and it's just constant. So the footsteps upstairs, the knocking on the room five door, that stuff happens over and over and over again. And then if you're really lucky, which obviously you guys got to witness a, a bit of that tonight, is the intelligent response as well. But in terms of a residual point of view, you would never really notice it happening without the cameras. And that's why Harry's idea is working so well, because you realise how much you actually do miss on a paranormal investigation. Like for you guys, if you were never in room five at that exact moment, you wouldn't have got that phenomenal session. Um, but without the cameras, no one would ever know that existed. Absolutely. And it was, what I found has been really good this evening is where we got the walkie-talkies and we've been time-stamping everything and then just calling through to you guys and saying, look, this is what we experienced at this time. And it gives you guys the opportunity to, to have a look back, see if there's anything. And like you showed us the knocking, the two knocks on the door on room five and from the corridor as well. So we could see there was nobody outside unless... It was somebody spiritually outside. Um, it, it's great. I mean, the plan is to do a few uh, on-the-road trips to go to other locations. But one thing, it's like when you go to a football match and someone scores a goal, you may miss it and you miss the action replay instantly. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of what it feels like here. We can replay that straight away and obviously see if it's valid or not. But when we do go on the road, you won't have the luxury of so many cameras in there. We'll definitely miss it if we we do capture something and then oh it's not on camera basically. Yeah, I mean it's it's quite easy for us in other locations to set up four, five locked off cameras, but to have twenty-four in the exact places where everything happens is is just a real luxury. Um but yeah, and it, I think for us one of the best things about this whole project is doing exactly what we've done tonight, filming it on our phone or, or getting people in the control room and actually showing you what happened in real time um it's just amazing to see the look on people's faces when they realize that it is unexplained yeah i think that for me has been one of the highlights is, is to be able to just communicate and, and like you say see it back almost in real time like var essentially yeah and you're going well maybe it was maybe it wasn't but everything that we seem to have experienced tonight i can't i can't explain I don't know about you, actually. We can't explain it. No. That's why it will be on the highlights of one of our shows only. So, yeah. So I just wanted to ask because Danny's been on the show a couple of times. We know quite a lot about Danny. Uh, Harry, so I guess you, you were on the hotel, you've been about 10 years, you've had it now. Mm -hmm. So, what was it that tried you to the hotel and did you have an interest in paranormal before you um, I've always had an interest in the paranormal. It all started from a, a book, I think, my mum and dad got me called The Unexplained, which you had. The brown lady, a famous picture of the is it the brown lady, Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standing yeah. on the staircase, um, and different things like spontaneous human combustion and stuff. And it kind of intrigued me at the time. And then it wasn't until about 12, 13 years ago, no, about 13 years ago, uh, my brother paid for us to go on a paranormal event with uh, a famous, well, the, the biggest paranormal group in the, in the UK. And 
it was kind of, you had 90 people paying 90 pounds a person. So I was like, oh my God, I can make so much money out of this. <laughs> I, I loved the venue we went to. I didn't enjoy the group sessions and going around in big groups. Um, so the next day I set up my uh, a company called The Resting Place Paranormal. I had a van with it all logoed up. Started doing venues throughout the UK and I quickly got bored of having to look after a big group of people and then driving back home to Liverpool at the time. Um, I was, I thought, you know, we'd go on about the paranormal hangover. I was uh, done for the next day. So I started looking for locations nearby. Um, I had a business in the Chester Grove in the shopping centre here at the time. And I used to look around, came across here, started coming in for like chips, egg and beans of all things uh, every day. And I got speaking to the landlord and asked him if I could hire out the hotel and do a few events here. And he was more than happy. And I was kind of blown away with the activity that happened in here, even at them early stages. Uh, stuff that, you know, you go to paranormal locations and nothing happens 90% of the time. <clears throat> this place was so active. Um, I asked the landlord if I could put some cameras in some of the rooms. And he said, well, actual fact, I'm losing money every week and I'm, I'm getting rid of it. So, bit of a win, really. I, I ended up buying the place, um, kind of blagging my way through it because you, you go through a protocol of why you're suitable for this type of building and stuff. <coughs> and um, ended up taking over a business that I had nothing, knew nothing about, never pulled a pint in my life, and quickly realised that it was struggling really bad and... Um, I couldn't concentrate so much on the paranormal side. I had to concentrate on figuring out the business and making it work because I almost lost everything about two, three times here. So it wasn't until lockdown uh, when I'd had enough of the business. Um, my father-in-law said to me, what do you want to do? And I said, well, this was the, the aim from day one to put the cameras in here and film everything going on, and more so to live stream it, wasn't it? Um, and he said, well, if you're going to do it, it, now's the best time to do it while the hotel's closed and everything. So I ended up getting a little bit of a paranormal team who were really bad to watch on camera, uh, really boring, and lucky enough, uh, I'd known Danny for about five, six years previously to that, and I've known Brett for a bit longer. Um, I got in touch with Brett first of all and then it was actually Brett's idea so why don't we get in touch with Danny I said he's he's on Amazon he's doing all his own <laughs> things he, I don't think he'll come along with this project and lucky enough things have slowed down and we had a bit of a break from what you were doing and uh, I mentioned the idea again to him I had I had some three times before that but he was so busy at the time and it just all clicked into place really and then my haunted hotel was born so Phenomenal, and it like tonight was sold out. Yeah, and um, I know it's difficult to to get slots, and I, I'm part of that the My Haunted Hotel group on Facebook and the chat there. <coughs> Everybody's really excited about coming, and I know the group that's been there, a large group, they've been before, and so we know Michaela from um, Paranormal Watch. Paranormal or what podcast? She's been a few times. She loves it. So, yeah, we've been itching to get up here, and we luckily it all fell into place, times and dates and stuff for us. So, yeah, we've had a 
We've had a great night. And the fact that we don't go round, like you said at the start, we don't go round as part of a group set where we go. We're just kind of doing our doing our own things or going to the different rooms, but not with a purpose that, okay, in that room you're table tipping, in that room you're doing whatever. Yeah, it's it's very it's very different here, very uh, unique and um I, I don't think there's anywhere else in the country that, that does it like this. Um just probably why it is so popular and the fact that everyone kind of gets the the highlight reel of the week as well it's just yeah we were just trying to sort of i think we're very happy with it aren't we um we're just there's a few things that need ironing out um youtube is obviously a, a bit of a, a pain in the arse sometimes yeah. um but you know we it, it's a bit of a dream come true i mean i know harry's had this dream for a long time and the things that we're actually capturing on camera, um, I mean, personally for me, it's, it's it's incredible because this is what I look for is, is to try and capture this type of of evidence. And um, yeah, I think it will just go from strength to strength, hopefully. And um, I, I just think, I just wish it was a bit more well-known than it, you know, it, it is very, very popular. It's, it's become like the number one place, but we're not exactly where we want yeah. to be at this stage. Yeah, it's frustrating seeing some people's content that is on YouTube at the moment and we believe ours is one of the, well, if not the best out there and it's so difficult to get recognised really. Um, but we've come a long way in, in the time, like 18 months, so. Yeah, still, no. still very new. We've all got big ambitions. Yeah, so I mean, compared to, to the world. <laughs> compared to other... Like you say, there are lots of people on social media and YouTube trying to be the next paranormal team, which unless there are some shockingly bad stuff out there. We've probably interviewed a few of them as well. <laughs> but what, what was uh, important for us is to make it a little bit different. Obviously, the format's completely different than mm. what anyone else yep. does, but the fact that you get to see the real us and the, we have a bit of humour, it's not all dark and demons and serious. serious. Uh, I think people can see that we actually enjoy what we're doing. We all get along. I said, Danny's like a brother to, to me at the moment. So, at the moment. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, it was important for me to have that in the show as well. Um, that comes across, I think, especially in the videos where you three are, are sat in front of like the cameras yeah. In, in front of the TV, reviewing some of the camera footage and that, and you, there's definitely a, a genuine bond. I, I think it appeals them. to a larger audience, not just a paranormal audience. Yeah. There's a lot of people we know who've never really been interested in ghosts or what have you, and watch it for us now, which is quite cool, isn't it? So yeah, I think if we can target a, a more sort of wider variety of audience, because I mean, it's no secret that paranormal audiences you can never win with them really, mm -hmm. um, but. You know, if we can just target the average Joe, you know, who's, who's not necessarily into the paranormal, but they get into it and go, oh, I can get on board with this. It's mm. it's real. It's, it's, you know, it's a bit funny. It's a bit weird. Cool. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real. Well, yeah. Thanks, guys, for taking the time to chat with us. That was yeah, a great too. night. It's been, uh, been awesome. Thank yeah. you for coming. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a long time coming to meet you, Danny, as well. UFOs next, mate. UFOs are the yeah. next big thing, yeah. Oh, it's it's going to be bigger than ever now, isn't yeah. it? So. Yeah, so we're, uh, yeah, we have to organise that. So, but yeah, thank you both. No Do problem. really appreciate it.
Cheers, guys. Pursuit of the Paranormal with Ash and Greg.